he's not watching me destroy himself no anymore and I think at times that's been really hard for him watching me just nitpick myself apart because he's always said to me you're, you're not any of those things mm. I think I think you're amazing you, you look amazing I'm like I don't you're just being nice you married me you need to be nice you have to say these things yeah and I was like no I, I mean you, you really do you look, I love you as you are I couldn't care what what size you are I couldn't care what weight you are I, I love you for you and I'm like oh that's that's nice but I've never actually believed it whereas now just me in front of him I'm my personality's come out more because I'm not scared. I don't feel that I have to hide. Exactly. Or just more me. More you. More yeah. you. Oh, it's so beautiful. Hi there, and welcome back to another episode of Simmer Stories. I'm your host, Claire Alden West. Today's episode is with Rebecca Moore. Rebecca likes to be referred to as Beck, so we can't call her Rebecca on the episode. And Beck's had a, a great, a great journey in terms of where she is now at with a, a mindset that's helped her with her weight loss. We've spoken about this in the past with other episodes. The fact that having a a great foundation for where you're at in terms of if you actually like yourself, if you believe you're lovable, is a foundation to going forth and, and losing weight. And, and I guess giving yourself that, that peace of mind that you don't have to be picture perfect. Bex talks really openly around being on Instagram and showing the stretch marks and the roles when you sit down. We have, we have those conversations, but do go there. Also about being intimate with your partner and not feeling, you know, 100% confident. And Bex talks about how that has changed over time. And now where she's at a place where she does feel that she likes herself. And that hasn't always been the case. You'll hear in the background, little Ari. Ari is two. And I was a little bit nervous about doing this episode because I've never interviewed a guest with a, a child around the toes. But that's what happened. And Harry, I don't know what he was doing. He was doing some sort of like MasterChef bake-off thing. And he was clattering the pans and, and banging the spoon. So that's what you'll hear in the background. That is Harry. He was absolutely golden throughout this episode and allowed his mum to, to take the time with me to, to have a great chat. So it is introducing Bex to her episode of Slimming Stories. So Bex, when I was looking on your Instagram account, you know, your photos are, are amazing. That The fact that you've lost this weight and you've had this transformation is, I mean, visually, you can look at that and think this is somebody that knows what they're doing. This is somebody that's taken action in terms of, of making changes, positive changes with the weight loss and with the mindset too. And I'm just going to quote something that you put on a recent post. You put, journeys are hard, soul-destroying, beautiful, incredible and unique. And I just want you to just talk us through the journey that you've been on and, and give us a bit of an insight really into your success. It's been, there's been many attempts at journeys. This one that I've done at the moment is definitely feels the like the one the, the forever saying that all, all the attempts they all are I've learned everything in each one but this one has definitely been the, the biggest learning curve the one where I've really listened to myself because this one's been more about mental health and I've found that my problems before me it's been my my mindset and having more of an approach at looking at that and learning 
and growing with with that very much in mind is what has helped me the most um this time around but so a lot of it's like because growing up we didn't really have what there is now there's such a more of a positive body acceptance now mm. as when I was growing up it was very much the if you saw magazines, everyone had to be tiny. They had mm-hmm. to be slim. There wasn't any stretch marks. All of that was edited out. Whether they yeah. had them or not, you, you never saw them on the picture because that was a, a no. So growing up with that image in mind, I always felt that my body had to look like theirs. And now being older, I've had two children. My body's changed so much. It's now understanding that actually mine's okay. Yeah. This is normal. This is what this is meant to look like. And it's made understanding that and accepting that it's made everything much easier in your head because I look at other women's bodies. I saw a woman in Asda a couple of days ago and I looked, thought, she looks amazing. And if you're going to go by size, you're looking at size, she probably would have been about a size 14, 16, but she looked brilliant. Mm. Um, and just now that I've got that look in my head, that got that in my head that you just see that bodies are, are different it's okay to to have your your own I really hope I'm coming through with what I'm trying to say I, t- I totally understand what you're saying I can remember listening to an interview with Caprice in terms of when I guess the realization that what we was looking at in a magazine wasn't actually that person's body what we was looking at was a, a very edited image and Caprice was saying you know this is my industry this is what mm. sells this is what people want to see and I think this interview was probably about 12 years ago I seem to think it was when my my son was very young and you know we all remember those iconic posters of Caprice yeah. with the car looking you know looking almost like star star like and, and glittering it was like oh my goodness this, this woman this beautiful this beautiful woman and that is what we saw on huge billboards and and I've mentioned this before in the podcast where even though I was at art college my lecturer said to me you know this isn't real Claire it'd take a magazine off me and we'd, we'd do live drawings so we would do a lot of so for like five years I used to draw a lot of naked people and look at bodies and contours and we would draw and we would sketch and we would look at shadows and all the all of the whole body of male and female bodies and he would take the magazine off me and say Claire this is not real this is edited don't look mm. at this magazine I mean it was a bit of a, a way out arty iffy but it was gorgeous a gorgeous fella what I can see now is back then he was trying to show me the way in his roundabout kind of way he was trying to show me that this wasn't real and just like you just explained so so beautifully that you're now able to recognize beauty in in all of its forms and not just that super skinny image that we have seen I mean I think back to even like when I was at college and you know friends was out and then we learned about all the different diets that was around at that time what was the diet what was what was it that they was all on the high protein one I'm trying to think it's on the tip of my tongue that's it the Atkins yeah the Atkins and it sounds like your journey is similar to mine where you know you've tried everything but you've recognised that that is that is nonsense. I think the only plan that works is a one, is a one that can you know fit round you and your yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, not exactly. Because I mean, I've I've gone through stages of starving myself. I used to make myself sick. I grew up. I can still smell it now. The smell of 
bloody cabbage soup. Mm. My mum was a big one for fad dieting. So I grew right. up with that environment of doing the the five two or the the cabbage soup. The and I, I can't remember what the other one was. Oh, it was early nineties. I can't remember what it was. My mum was like, "This will work." And also, Slim Fast she did a lot of that. Mm. So I grew up with in that environment of that. This is just what you do. And yeah, I mean, fads. I've been in hospital because I've golded my throat with um, apple cider vinegar because oh, I read nice. somewhere that drinking that um, could help you lose weight. You could lose yeah. ten pounds in a week. Um, and I didn't realise she was meant to dilute it. I just necked a, a bottle of it and, yeah, ended up in hospital for a couple of days. There's no medical sort of back up to anything. I just was so desperate to, to lose weight and feel accepted. And I always thought that you'd instantly lose weight and then you'd be happy. Mm. But all these problems that you've grown up with, that you, you'd get to this fantastic weight and life would be so simple you'd be so happy with yourself but it's it's really not it's so much more than that it's so much more learning and that's what I try to to put over it is a learning process and it takes time as well that's something else that I always realized that that you could just like yourself you you don't I've spent so many years hating myself it takes quite a long time to actually undo all that negativity and turn it into something good which is where I feel that I'm really doing it at the moment and it was much nicer. You're doing such a great job of that on Instagram and now you're able to inspire people and, and just to touch on what you you mentioned there about making yourself sick and and confidence and body confidence. I think when you've been in in that situation where you felt that desperate that these are the these are the measures that you're taking to try and manage something, but deep down you know that's the wrong thing to do. It's, it's almost a case of what, what do you do next? What do you do next? I really didn't care. I, I knew it was like some of the things that I'd done, like when I used to starve myself, I'd done a Ducan diet. I knew that it, it weren't good for me, but I, I was so desperate to lose that weight. And like say, my husband, he's, oh, he's watched me do some stupid stuff. Um, <laughs> and he's always said, he's, this isn't good for you. It's not right. But I truly didn't care. I wanted to lose that weight because I, I thought I'd be so much happier in myself. Because I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I used to just hate myself. I'd get dressed in the dark. I'd hate him touching my stomach or like him seeing me. Um, I used to wear the baggiest clothes. You'd never see me in anything fitted or tight because I just hated it. So I was so desperate to lose weight. I, I honestly didn't care what the consequences were. I never really given much of a fall. I just had to lose that weight and I wanted to do it quickly. So I heard about a plan that, you could drop a stone in a week, two weeks. I'd be like, right, I'm doing that. And I spent a week doing it. I used to eat my food in the toilet at work because I was so ashamed of other people seeing me. I used to just sit and eat tiny amounts of food, yeah. but everyone would go, that's not enough. That's you, yeah. you can't live like that. But I'm like, no, no, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll lose this weight. I'll be okay. And I would lose the weight because I've starved myself for a week but then that week later it all go back on plus a bit more because suddenly I'm I'm eating I'm eating everything that I've missed and when I've done Slim World I learned through there that you don't have to starve yourself no exactly. you can eat this food and it's okay eating because eating lots of food because I mean I have fairly big portions 
um even now I'm, I'm not following swimming world anymore I'm sort of following just the healthy eating I still have pretty big portions yeah but when I was growing up looking at that I'd be like oh my god that's gonna make me fat I can't eat that when you were growing up and you saw these diets that your mum was going through that you know the cabbage soup that the sim fast do you feel that there's any any connection with how you saw your relationship with food in terms of what you needed to do to manage a healthy slim body from what you saw with your mum or the behavioral habits that she was getting into with these diets these extreme diets I mean the, the cabbage soup in particular I would say that was quite an, me for life. <laughs> that was quite an extreme diet wasn't it, it? Was, especially yeah. yeah it's it does strange things to your digestive system just a cabbage soup diet and I, I've never actually yeah. done that one but um I've heard the stories I've heard the stories so so what I'm asking you is do you do you see any connection with that and Definitely, how you yeah. yeah it really has it's um and like I say not to one I'm pick lover if my mum hears this I love you you've, you've done an amazing job but definitely seeing my mum growing up as well with that image that you you've got to be slim and once you've had babies you need to go back to looking fantastic how dare you have stretch marks how dare you have wobbly bits um my mum also very much was in that so seeing her go through that and then me growing up in that environment as well it definitely impacted there and my mum she's now she's swimming world she's done really well she's lost quite a lot of weight and she's on her own kind of path and realizing actually after all these years she's amazing that you don't need to do all these terrible things to yourself can you see at what point where you recognize these behaviors and you work towards helping your mindset in terms of accepting your post-pregnancy body at what point did you recognize that that was actually this year just looking at I mean it, it, sounds, it sounds terrible just looking at other women's bodies and I've got such a lovely group of people that I to, talk to on Instagram they're amazing and they're, they're so real and also I changed who I follow I started following more real people that you look their pictures aren't edited they've they've had babies or they've had extreme weight loss or I mean they're just real they're just real bloody gorgeous women Hmm. um and men as well just seeing just what real life is and then you sort of look at yourself and you think I'm real as well yeah I don't um and just wearing clothes like if you could see my stomach line for a t-shirt I'd be like oh my god no I can't wear that can't wear that I would never wear a tucked t-shirt um and I remember oh she's really I've never met her but I love her dearly um a friend on there and she tucked her t-shirt in um and we've always said it's hashtag keeping it tucked um <laughs> and just seeing her do it and she looked fantastic yeah and I was like why don't I do that because oh my god because you can see my belly line and I was like, it's a, it's a bit of wobble. It's there. I need to, I can't keep hiding. How can I spend the rest of my life keep on hiding behind clothes? This is my body. It is never going to, I'm never going to have a flat, surfboard body. I mean, I, I might if I spend lots of money on surgery and, and do a couple <laughs> of hundred sit ups a day, but I'm not going to do that. No. Um, so no, it's just, it, it was hard. It, it really was going out. I remember doing the school run and I tucked my t-shirt and it was summer and I was going out and I felt really exposed. 
and I walked all the way to school and I kind of had my son's school bag kind of halfway across the front of me to try and hide and obviously he'd gone into school I didn't have the school bag anymore so I had to walk and a lady walked past me she went you look and we're just passing we'd sing each other every morning just like a, a good morning she went you look amazing and I was just like oh, oh. thank you um and just because someone said something positive you're like actually no this is this is me and I've just embraced it and as you start embracing it it gets easier and I mean now I mean I've got a tucked t-shirt now it's quite normal for me now just to wear a tucked t-shirt but I'd look back and I would never do that ever and being just more honest like because sitting down I mean you sit down you're gonna have roles I hate pictures of me being of sitting down I just have to stand up and I'd have like this rigid pose of trying to have like just a smooth body and now just again I I just I now let people take pictures and I just look and think no that's that's just normal it's 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 my body it's it's a woman's body that's the mum's body that's it um and it's okay it's got roles it's just telling myself that it's okay and now that's become easier but in the beginning it was hard and it is really truly scary to do that especially to go out and do it when you've tried to hide it for so long but it's very liberating as well just letting go of that that worry that self-conscious letting go of oh my god she's looking at me and she's probably not she's probably looking at the shelf behind me but in my head she's looking at me thinking oh god but no it's it's just taking that big step that really big step first and doing it and then it's so much easier after that the liberating really thoughts is. I feel that come from this of mm. of getting to that point of recognizing what you are, what you're not, and just being that person, showing up as that person, you know, with the tucked in shirt and and I, I did this photo book and we'd been to I think we'd been to either Spain or Lanzarote with the kids and we'd been to the, these water parks. And I was, as I was picking through the photographs of what to put in this photo book, I'm thinking, I've got everybody in the swimsuits, in these like rubber rings, having a laugh. And, and I got my husband to take photos of me with the kids too. And when I saw those photos, I was like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And then I thought, Claire, do you really want to have the children looking back at the family photos of the holiday and think, oh, where's mum? Where's mum in a bathing suit? And I did this photo book and I chose I chose some photos which I thought, oh, I'm not quite sure about that, but I'm going to put them in anyway. And yeah. and I, I love the fact that I was showing up for myself. You know, I've had a baby. I've had a baby. I've had I've had weight gain. I've had weight loss. I've had, you know, I've been up and down over the years. But in that moment, I could see myself having fun with my kids in the gorgeous yeah. sunshine. You know, big smiles on my husband's face and the kids face. I was in a happy like a bubble and I want to I want to remember that and you know was I really worried that people could see that I'd got a bit of a belly I wasn't really I wasn't and and it's it's lovely to hear that from you too and to to see the the change that are happening on on Instagram and social media and this whole movement around I know we we call it lots of things don't we body confidence the body movement all all of those things but what it truly is, is just showing up without shame. Yeah. The thing is, all that shame, it's all in our head. There's no need for it at all. Like you say, mm. I mean, it's, it's amazing that you, 
but you get to that point you think no I want these memories of my kids I want to look back at these pictures with my children of it being happy and lovely and it is it's amazing that we should all be able to do that without yeah. fear of looking at ourselves and judging and not seeing the happiness around it that's like I just got to a point that either you can carry on like this like you have done so I think I was seven when I first started to really not like my body and seven's mm. a very young age I look at my son yeah. now he's six and think in a year if I looked at him and he come to me and said mommy I, I don't like myself I don't feel I'll be absolutely heartbroken yeah. um but yeah no I was seven I thought I can carry on like this and it would impact my children um and I don't want that I want them to see a mum that's not gonna hide because I mean I look back at pictures when Ollie was little I'd always have him on my lap or I'd <laughs> I'd be like half standing behind my husband yeah you see his head poking <laughs> out the side um and I was like no it's 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 in my it's in my head either I can carry on like this or I can pull up my big girl pants and do something and I've gone with it and I'm really pleased I did really am pleased that I did um oh bless you you're right Oh, sorry. Such a, you know, um, you, you really need to just stand still and recognise what a celebration mm. this is. This is this is you accepting you without any shame, without mm. any, you know, preconceived ideas of how you should be or how you should look. You know, you've you've stood into your own, haven't you? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's my friends growing up. I mean, my my friend Nat, she um, she went through so much with me. I used to like wearing in the summer I would literally be the only one in massive jeans long sleeve top everything's black it'd be like 30 degrees outside I'd be sweating buckets but there is no way in hell would I be taking that long sleeve top off I remember her trying so hard to get me just to even put a a cap sleeve top on I couldn't do it I was sick I just couldn't do it and when you look back at everything, I haven't actually sat, <laughs> it's mad saying it, I haven't actually said it out loud. Mm. Um, I mean, I spoke to my husband, but yeah, saying it out loud, it's, um, it's, it's weird, but it's nice and very, very yeah. proud. In terms of being able to come on the podcast and just being able to speak your truth, can itself can be quite therapeutic. Mm. And, you know, you said that you've spoken to your husband about it, but I think knowing that you've come to a place where you can speak openly and knowing that people all around the world are going to hear your story I know, that is quite a yeah it's, it's scary but in a way it's, it's a release knowing that there's no shame behind this there's no no shame or judgment behind this whatsoever which is what I've always tried to do with if I do anything in my life or if I ever post anything or if I tell anyone an experience want to be honest all the ugly bits all the lovely bits just even with yourself you've got to be honest with yourself yes and to be real because again I mean when I change because there's I've grew up with so many things that aren't real seeing things that aren't real and it's misleading and like I say I've grown up with things that just aren't and I feel that it is it's truly important to be real and honest and when you say it out loud, it's 
like I say it, it's really scary but it's again it, it's quite liberating again as well and it's it is really nice and it's almost like confirming to yourself that you have gone through all of this get out the other side so how does your husband feel about the changes that you've made and the progress that you've made in terms of how you see yourself the the increased confidence has that brought you closer together as a, as a couple definitely um just i mean just him taking a picture <laughs> it's simple because before i'd be like don't you dare take that one don't take that one show me that one let me have a look at these going out's easier because i before i would have to I'd probably get changed two or three times, whereas now I just go out. I mean, it still takes me forever to get out the door, but there's no constant getting changed. He can now touch my stomach. Yeah. Um, I can just get changed in front of him, and Aww. I'm not worried. And, yeah, with that, like I say, we're, we're just close. I'm just health. Like, just he's not watching me destroy myself no. anymore. And I think at times that's been really hard for him, watching me just nitpick myself apart. Because he's always said to me, you're, you're not any of those things. Mm. I, think, I think you're amazing. You, you look amazing. I'm like, I don't. You're just being nice. You married me. You need to be nice. You have to say these things. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm, I mean, you, you really do. You, I love you as you are. I couldn't care what, what size you are. I couldn't care what weight you are. I, I love you for you. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's nice. But I'd never actually really believe him. Whereas now, just me in front of him, I'm, my personality's come out more because I'm not scared. I don't feel that I have to hide. Exactly. Or just more me. More you. More yeah. you. Oh, it's so beautiful. I think the fact that, you know, you, your husband wanted to get close to you and is wanting to obviously reach out to you and you didn't want that and now you're able to like you say undress in front of him that's just amazing is that how we've we've managed these 12 years it's um <laughs> it's amazing yeah. so I used to push I used to push him away terribly mm. really used to to the really oh bless him it's lovely that you've got that support and your mum's found the slimming world plan to work for her too in terms of what the future holds is it the case of it's just more of the same is it a case that you're not really focusing on food anymore because the acceptance has come, because you know how to eat healthy and not turn to these extreme, super quick weight loss methods, do you feel that you can almost relax around food now and it's no longer that big, shiny issue? Definitely. I mean, now, I mean, I just I just keep an eye on my calorie intake now. I make sure that if I do go and I have a massive takeaway I'll have a a pizza or I'll annihilate a bucket of KFC if I do that I then just I've got to be healthy I could balance it out be Mm. sensible if if you want to eat takeaways and chocolate and things do it that there's nothing wrong with that you can do that you've just got you can't do it all the time because then that that is gonna lead to to weight gain and things just be mindful, moderation, eat food. I mean, I love food. <laughs> Best thing ever. Uh, it's just, it's amazing. Best thing ever. I think of it before I go to bed. It's the first thing I think of when I wake up. Um, it's just, I enjoy it. Um, and there's no guilt now. I don't guilt myself. I don't like, oh, you shouldn't have had that. And 
never ever um, thought my mindset would be like this I always felt that I had to be on a plan I always felt that I had to be doing some sort of diet I never thought that I could freely just manage my own intake no. um, and I'm amazed that I have because um, it's been four months now that I've sort of just gone on my own um and I'm really pleased that I have because again that just feels like I'm doing something for me this is me I'm in control of my food I'm basically yeah I'm, I'm in control which is something that I've never felt that I've had before do you think that lockdown has been the reason that you've been able to focus I know that you said before we started the interview that you was a baker god only knows how you can bake lose weight. Well, I bake the exact <laughs> amount that I need um but no it's it's also it's like people that work in food industry when you when you bake that much you kind of almost don't want to eat it because you're around no. it so much yes um so that happens until there's leftover brownies and that's but then I've got two I've got two kids and a husband so it's quite that's it. a, it's um I've got to get in quick that's it that's there right any leftovers and if you would give any piece of advice to somebody that may be struggling with the extreme diets that may be looking at you know next year feeling that they're not where they want to be and they want to get this weight off now <laughs> they don't want to wait what piece of advice could you give to to listeners that are going through those those I guess thoughts of do I need to turn slim fast do I need to go on a 30-day detox what what piece of advice could you give um you don't it's not gonna no matter what you do it is never going to happen overnight and accepting that to start with before you you've decided whatever it is you're going to do if you're going to join a weight loss group or if you're going to join an eating plan or you're going to calorie count it's understanding it is not going to happen overnight and that's okay that is absolutely okay um that's probably the best thing because that gives you time to learn time to grow and time to lose it in a healthy way that's right for you. So yeah, it's it's not going to happen quick. There's no quick fixes. This is the rest of your life. That's it. It's, it deserves the time to appreciate it. Um, 100%. Yeah. I'm just really interested too, what you would say to somebody listening that has had those moments where they feel that, you know, they look at the bodies and that they don't want to to look at the body so they, like you said getting dressed in the dark not being able to be fully relaxed and intimate with the partners what step could they take in that right direction to make sure that that narrative changes where they stop telling themselves those horrendous stories about the bodies and how the bodies look and the shame around that what piece of action could they take to get themselves started on a, a kind mindset towards their their body have a look at the inspiration the pictures the information that you have around you is it real social media is everywhere is it real are you are you looking at things that aren't realistic look at yourself and don't expect the impossible i'm not saying don't aim high I'm just saying, don't look at things that are impossible for you. Take little steps. Look at real women's, real men's, with your male, female. Just look at real 
real bodies because they are going to wobble. They're meant to wobble. They're going to have stretch marks. That's okay. They're going to have scars. They're going to have loose skin. They're going to have fine line and wrinkles and all that's beautiful. And because I say, I understand the feeling that I could look at anyone else's what they call imperfections and I'll see them as beautiful. But as soon as you look at them on yourself, you think, no, that's not right. They're going to be there and it's the rest of your life and embrace what you have. And if you don't like it, you can change things. You can make them healthy. You can go out and do exercise and make positive changes, but just make sure they're realistic to you. It is a hard one to accept because you, you do expect so much from yourself and that's okay as long as it's it's done safely and it's being honest and just looking at proper information. And if you, you are thinking of doing a 5-2 diet, a Ducan diet, a cabbage soup diet, look at the information, find out information. Give yourself that, that care and have that responsibility to, to, to back it up because again and that's something that I never did I've wasted years on fad dieting hiding and not accepting and I'm not saying if, if you're if you're truly unhappy yourself you don't have to accept yourself and also it's okay that if you don't love yourself that doesn't happen overnight either that I can't say 100% that I absolutely love myself I like myself now and some days I look and I think, yeah, you're brilliant. Other days I look and I think, mm, no, and, and that's okay as well. You don't have to be 100% positive all, all the time. That's not sustainable. It's, it's just accepting and, and finding an, a balance. That's right. That, that is the key. It's all, about, it's all about balance. And you can have balance in terms of everything you've just said there about, you know, sometimes you can look in the mirror and think, wow, you look amazing. Then other days you feel a bit, well, not quite feeling it today. You can't be rainbows all the time, no. can't be? And, and having that balance in terms of in terms of your mindset, in terms of, mm. of the food that we choose to eat, we can put our energy into making a lovely soup. We can put our energy into choosing maybe a, a processed meal from the shop and we can put our energy into choosing a stir fry and then we can choose to have a, a takeaway they're all choices I feel it's about recognizing that we're in control we're in the driving seat and, and a lot of the time it feels like we're not but we are and it's just I think recognizing that and moving forward from that place and I've loved mm. hearing your story and your Thank you. transformation in terms of how you felt with your body confidence and how, how that has progressed yeah it's just a beautiful story fantastic and I'm so pleased that you've taken the time to do this interview with me and for Harry bless him Harry, I don't know what yeah he's undoing my laces <laughs> not sure what he's gonna bake but I want to see that on Instagram I want to see that <laughs> yeah oh no he, he features in my stories quite a lot bless, bless him lovely he's um my little mate <laughs> so I'll leave you two there I know you've got a busy busy day I think every day with a two-year-old is busy I remember those days <laughs> we're gonna go brave the shops in a minute as well lovely well you take care and it's been a pleasure thanks Bex thank you thank you just a, a joyous conversation with Bex it really really was actually just going through 
how she now felt and perceived a body image to be, which was, as you've heard in the podcast, which was just, just great. Such a such a lovely such a lovely ending and outcome for somebody that is has struggled for so many years in terms of the body image and going through all those fad diets. If Bex has inspired you, you can find Bex on Instagram at body dot over, which is O-F-A dot mum. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to Becky's Instagram handle. And if you're listening to the podcast for maybe the second, tenth time, if this is a regular for you, please hit subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast and that will really help me climb those podcast charts. Thank you so much for keep coming back and listening. You know, the the download numbers have gone beyond to what I would even imagined when I first started recording the Simmons stories and I'm really, really pleased. And if you have anybody in mind that you feel that would be really inspiring for a guest episode, I will be looking to do some recordings later on in the year. Send me a DM and I will be looking at those guests and seeing who we can have on to to interview and inspire you for the year ahead. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Wishing you a great week ahead. I hope this has really homed in on what is possible. Bex has, has not always had the mojo in terms of her confidence. And we do often talk about, you know, the weight loss journey and, and going through this. But what I loved about today's episode is that that wasn't necessarily the focus. A focus, when we do look at, you know, seeing the numbers on those scales drop, should always be about what is the outcome of this weight loss? When I lose this weight, how am I open to feel? And then driving the behaviours behind those intentions to get the outcome that we really, really want and to be living in those healthy bodies. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, take care, have a great week and I'll be back this time next week. See you then.